0: Today's podcast is brought to you by drinkers like you. To help support the show, visit patreon.com/slash Have a Drink Show.
1: Time to talk about California wine. Wait, haven't we done that already? This just in: there is a lot of California wine, and today we're going to be focusing on Sonoma Valley. Turns out, still pretty broad. But there is a bit for us to learn here. Let's enjoy it while we can. So grab the wine cork and join us as we have a drink.
0: To have a drink. The show where you learn along with us about what you drink. I'm Brittany Lee Walker.
2: I'm Christopher Walker. <laughs> I'm Justin Fraser. Waiting for it to finish up in the script. There. <laughs> Good call. There. I'm Casey Price. I
0: was like,
2: nope. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was already
3: done until I looked we, we down. We a run burgundy made mid uh, <laughs> guitar solo, and I went, uh oh. Hmm. <laughs> or what Which, isn't there. <laughs> yeah, no. We we read so exactly we what's on the page. Joined by
2: our uh, sometimes it. missing host and is, uh, uh head brewer from Broken Thone Throne Brewing, Casey Price.
3: He's <laughs> been fa- he's been found. He was out in the woods alone, scared, without without anything to drink. He's fine now.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I had plenty to drink. <laughs> <clears throat> So Casey how are things going? as uh, I was gonna say uh, he, at the he'll throne. make his
3: own if it's not there.
1: That's right. <laughs> I mean, we're shut down again, but <laughs> I think it's been going pretty good actually. Um, we've been doing some expansion talking so I think there's there's ways that we can kind of get out there a little bit differently than what we have in the past. Um, we're in distribution now, so we're actually out there in restaurants and at bars and it's a totally new experience because you know you say goodbye to your beer and then somebody else gets to take care of it for do until you, that keg you, comes back
3: yeah you know, <laughs> as they roll them out onto the the cart do you just kind of like walk by each one of them go ahead and like good night little one <laughs> please be careful please please come back because you cost 65 dollars a keg and Did i don't want to lose you do you put well, like I'm, a little like like, <laughs> like a pin a little note to it you know if lost contact,
1: yeah, um, we've got a uh, you know every uh, Bob. You worked in the brewer or in the, uh, the bar scene, so you know like yeah. kegs have labels on them to tell what what brewery they come from. Um, some of them, like an Anheuser Busch product, they're embossed into the the collar of the keg. Yeah. Um, some of them use a like a taped sort of um, label that goes around the keg we're actually taking a spray paint and a
3: um, stencil and spray paint say, in yeah, our logo. Just putting your decal on there. Shh.
4: I was yeah. waiting for it to just and be brand. And you just write in spray paint. And we just Banksy. brand
2: our kegs. Thanks. Yeah,
4: pretty much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> pretty good, too. I may look into that. I wonder if it'll, yeah. like, blow up then.
3: At the very least, you should do that on a commercial. Like, if you ever get to where you're, like, advertising your your beer Have like you a tv ad uh, or something videos, you just like show them like mean... taking a hot iron to a <laughs> well i mean like the, yeah yeah
1: but it it needs also, to be like yes. we're hanging yeah. the the keg upside down and we're like branding it by the feet <laughs> uh, almost like uh java's oh, not most icy but it's still on yeah. anyways oh maybe it was uh
3: it's um in java's, java's Pal- palace yeah yeah, yeah, the torture they're like they're torturing the, the, the droids <laughs> by putting the hot iron, mm-hmm. you know, a couple feet you know, a couple about a foot away from their feet and steam comes out.
1: <laughs> yep. I'm glad somebody else picked up on that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're we're moving along. Um, there's some cool things that we're working on, and so hopefully by the end of the year we'll we'll have that stuff. Even with COVID, we'll have that stuff worked out so that once we uh, have a vaccine And things come back to normal, then we will be hitting the ground running. So it'll be good.
3: I'm not a doctor, but if we inject the vaccine straight into the beer, that's gonna get it (laughs) distributed faster, right? Oh sure. I mean I wouldn't mind
1: being the official beer of the COVID nineteen vaccine. (laughs)
3: Look, it's not supposed to affect kids that hard, right? So you know, twenty one and up.
4: There you you go. I get, mean,
3: Could you imagine the turnout for a vaccine if all you had to do was drink so a beer? So are you all
2: not uh, doing <laughs> anything with your Everybody. patio since outdoor seating is, is just so small you're not even going to bother?
1: Yeah, it's one of those things like, all right, so it's winter. We don't have space heaters out there yet, and it's three weeks, four weeks total. Uh, I think we're we're fine if we... You know, it's not great, but we'll be fine if we don't do business other than takeout service here the next few weeks. So, just to kind of conserve a little bit on our
3: end, um, how, would, on... how would how would one go about uh, yeah. signing up for a takeout service? Uh, you know, around Thanksgiving,
1: <laughs> uh, go to brokenthronebrewing.com and you can click the button where you can order curbside. And it will let you see what's on mm-hmm. tap. Now, what we have I right now. No
3: attention to the clicking sounds. It's <laughs> not my keyboard going to where.
1: What we've got right now is a very limited supply because we've got to get together in can. Um, I've got to get some labels ordered and, and get those delivered. But we'll be having our normal. Uh, just <laughs> It seems like the state of Kentucky knows when I come out with a new New England IPA. <laughs> <laughs> every time I do, uh, they shut down all the bars. Um, so we just we just did a new um, two new IPAs. I did an ARP IPA, uh, you know, between me, you and the fence post, because I'm really not sure we're able to to advertise it like this. But um, ARP is a um, armament repair platoon is the what the acronym is for. And it's actually a group of guys, um, Marines right. over, uh, over overseas right now. And they are. Um, part of what they call themselves the Broken Throne Crew. And so they've spray painted our logo on their tank, well, their their repair vehicle, and uh, (laughs) it's got Broken Throne on the barrel of one of the tanks. So um, (laughs) it's kind of cool to to have that sort of reach. Mm -hmm. But uh, but I've got that one. It's a clear West Coast IPA um, made in the style of Pliny. So we don't really have a good West Coast Pliny that we can get on this coast. So uh, I did it with very similar hops um, as to what they've got. And so I really like that one. And then the New England style is Citra Mosaic. Um, That's going to come out. It's Golly Snatcher 3. Um, And so that'll be out. Citra Mosaic and Trident. (laughs) It's about 30 pounds of hops in three barrels. So it's a huge amount of hops.
3: Yeah. I was just trying to look through there real quick. I was like, hmm, yep. Wednesday I'm oh, definitely going to be down there.
1: Yeah, so they won't be online just yet, but as soon as we get those canned, um we'll be putting them online so you can pick up and and you know, Bob will talk. I might even be able to get you a, a growler if we don't yeah, have them in okay. cans by then. Bring yes. your growlers. Okay. Uh <laughs> probably. I, I probably have some back here if you nothing else.
3: Okay. Uh yeah. Good. Uh yeah, cuz it's Thanksgiving approaches, and there are limited times when I can get broken thrown beer. And it seems like the last few times I've been anytime we're all supposed to meet
2: there, uh, (laughs) it completely falls apart, and there's no episode. Mm -hmm. Or either the world has opened back up, and then the glycol decides to take a fat dump all over the brewery floor. It's like, hey guys, no brew. (laughs) Oh, why is that? Because the chiller decided to just take a hot, steamy one all over the floor. (laughs) <laughs> well, Literally. more of a
1: more of a cold. No, it wasn't oh. cold by the time it was on the floor. Okay, fair uh, enough. The uh that beer though, um we did get to brew. It made it into a barrel and so we've got that can uh oh, sorry, bottled actually in that batch. Mm, um so yes. I'll I'll have a few bottles that I can
2: probably All take right, your alls well, way. Well, uh Justin, what do you even up to? Good stuff.
3: Oh, the usual. Work, work, more work. Uh, my roommate has gotten all of the, the new game consoles, finally, and is
4: hmm.
3: just just now playing Spider-Man for the first time. Wait, he still works where
4: he
1: works, doesn't he? <laughs> yes. Makes sense.
3: That would, no, it does not. No, because they're probably last on the list of who can do it. He was on three wow. different devices at three different sites trying to order the PS5. He got two Xboxes. But he... <laughs> wait, is he trying to sell one? He has already got it earmarked for somebody. It's... Sorry, I didn't know you were were looking for one. <sighs> he earmarked... It's okay. It's okay. Uh, right. it, it's, it's okay. It's cool. You know who to complain to about that one. Sorry. <laughs> but uh but yeah, uh, so he's he's We've we have that here now, and I'm I'm watching him play Spider Man, which I have played twice on his his PS4, and he's starting on the PS5, and I'm like, well, yeah, oh yeah, but
0: you guess I'm Miles. gonna play it
3: all over again. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm gonna play through the main game first, then I'll be Miles.
1: I've been playing a little Valhalla on the PS4 because again, can't find mm. the the Xbox and I really the reason I'm with the Xbox is backwards compatibility. Mm, Like I can play Xbox original uh, all the way through and I've never had an Xbox other than the like three sixty.
3: He had uh he's got the he's got Valhalla for the for the Xbox and I've I've played a little bit of that and I (laughs) it's pretty good, but I'm like, man, (laughs) I'm I'm just started. So I was like, I feel like I could be more Viking like here. Why am I not I could be doing more rating, is all I'm saying. <laughs> How about you guys uh, having a, a robust uh, time outdoors, seeing the sights? We're literally all the opposite. Eating and, and um, new and exotic
0: yeah. places. We're on, what is it, day three of quarantine?
2: Yep. Yeah. Um, the, the kiddo's <clears throat> teacher tested positive. So right at right after she drops him off, yeah, and it wasn't it On was a long enough for her to get back to work. Thursday, and I get a message from them. It's uh, what, it's just a frantic message. It's like, hey, one of our teachers that has been in close contact with your child has tested positive. And it's like I'm like so, uh, just kind of like floored, and I was like, what's uh, what? <laughs> I was like, so he needs picked up immediately, and there's like, yes because I'm I'm off at work, like I'm out walking a neighborhood, and I don't know if you know, we live around Cincinnati. Uh, the main thoroughfare through the entire region mm. is shut down at the moment. Yeah. So every side road is clogged up, and I happen to be working less than a quarter of a mile from the bridge when I get the message. Is it because...
4: <laughs>
1: Is it because of that? So ugly as everyone's Christmas finding out, tree, the Christmas tree thing they, was hilarious at first. They just had to keep people away until from the it. Horse got beaten to death.
2: That's just how <laughs> all the trees look like that.
1: What? Oh, <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I thought you, like it is Cincinnati. Know. I no. That was a real horse that got. We out. shoot gorillas. <laughs> I mean, it's just what goes down. In Cincinnati. Here. It could have happened. But
2: uh, No, all the big trees whenever they get shipped in, like yeah. it's just like whenever you if you have a fake tree and you put it up in your house. It it looks like crap at first. You've got to like fluff the branches and move everything around, and that's when they get those trees brought down. They're like tied up in all these weird sections to keep stuff from blowing off while it's going down the highway, and that they don't undo it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then they they hire the they hire the wrong kind so of for some reason. The whole who bottom section of the tree is fantastic. But the rest of is garbage. A mess. But no, they hadn't untied any of the branches. And then the same thing happened with, um, what was it, the one in New York?
0: Oh, the it, Rockefeller. Everyone was
2: going crazy about it being looking like crap. And it was like, no, they okay, just haven't. Yeah, yeah. Give them two minutes to get out there to it. No. no.
0: Oh, that was such a cute owl. The one in New York was though. because it had an owl They even named him Rockefeller. But anyway,
2: we're stuck inside. of course.
0: That's just any owl.
3: <laughs> now I'm just picturing a very pompous owl on a oh, stute. No, no,
2: no.
4: You're, you're, uh, We're, we're
0: stuck
2: in, in basically. We're okay, in quarantine, and yeah, Chris, on you guys our are way stuck. back home, I'm telling Brittany, I was like, hey, let me know when you're headed home, because as soon as I found out, I called her, and I was like, hey, you need to leave work and go home. And she's like, I just got here. And I'm like, well, we could all be infected. So you need to go home. <laughs> And nope. apparently she didn't get my last message about saying, hey, you need to stop at the grocery or let me know so you can I can give you a list because we need stuff. And then we're like, nope. So we just have to do a, a thank God we live where we live and we can get everything delivered to us. We've
0: had a Kroger delivery so far. We're going to be doing a Costco delivery next week. And then yeah. we had to, the, the fun bit is, uh, so we've done, we've done it before. We've nice. ordered, so Whole Foods is kind of big for, um, you can get the whole Thanksgiving dinner there. And we've we've done it before when uh like when Emmett was born like let's see we when couldn't he, travel with him when so. he was
2: born and then the next year when we couldn't take him far away from the hospital
0: no we went in for Thanksgiving last year that didn't
2: we last Christmas we didn't
0: last Christmas I'm saying Thanksgiving yeah I'm just saying for the yeah. holidays oh yeah 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 it's not been good times but um but yeah so we're like okay well fine we'll just go ahead and do the Whole Foods order we know you know we know how this works well since it's so close to Thanksgiving. There weren't a lot of options on the whole meal
2: situation, and since everyone's not going so, to travel for Thanksgiving,
0: the one, the only one that we oh. could get that wasn't a yeah, you know, two hundred dollars.
2: No, it was two hundred dollars. What are you talking about?
0: No, no. I, well, the, I mean the the prime rib one was like two fifty. <laughs> the $2. vegetarian.
2: Uh, we 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 paid about two hundred. We're like ten dollars shy.
0: Yeah, but so we had to get the one uh for twelve.
2: So we got a twelve-person feast.
0: We're gonna have some leftovers for a while.
1: <laughs> nice. Mm.
4: Listen,
1: <laughs> listen, that's
4: that's, that's, that's quitter talk. Fine.
1: I need to I need to share with you. Following the binging that, with Babish um, episode where he takes oh, one of the best cooking shows on on the the internet right now, but. He's got Thanksgiving
2: leftovers as an episode. Mm.
0: That's fine. Yeah, and
2: the Thanksgiving that exists, sandwich though, at Earl of Sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, th- there's a those sandwich out. chain uh, that there's a location at Disney. <laughs> is the one I've been to. Okay, that's, uh... no. I, I, uh, the, I assume it's one at Earl of sandwich, sandwich. sandwich. Is a, it's just a turkey oh. sandwich with mashed potatoes stuffing. Cranberry. Cranberry sauce. And there's one other thing that I'm blanking on. I think on. it's got the gravy on it. Gravy? Okay.
3: Gravy. Mm.
1: <laughs> Makes so, me moist. And it's called the Moist Maker.
2: <laughs> that's, to say, that's the and worst you
1: name it, I've ever heard.
3: I mean, I'm moist just hearing that name. <laughs> and you... It's not the sandwich in particular.
1: Yeah, it's it is. the the gravy portion of it. Because you take it like... You, you do like it. Yeah, you yeah. take it.
4: <laughs> I
2: mean, sometimes. You do but like, like a Big She's Mac
1: it. where it's got a slice of bread in the middle, but you soak... <laughs> but you soak that slice of bread in gravy before you put that it on the weird. sandwich.
2: <laughs> well, it's not vaguely, it's over. When it sounds food, It sexual. always sounds like that to you guys.
4: <laughs>
1: oh, God. Now... And, and here's the other thing you have to do. You take that stuffing. Yeah, you do. And if, you, if you've if you already got one, you're good. If you don't, you need to order it because it's worth it. Dude,
0: I've been begging Get for that. Get
1: yourself a waffle maker.
2: <laughs>
1: <and> what? <laughs> Get yourself a waffle maker and take that oh, stuffing yeah. and what? put it into the waffle maker. I'm going to update game once more. Stuffing. I don't know
2: if you guys are hip onto the sausage uh. stuffing. But sausage stuffing, and then you throw it in the waffle maker to crisp it, and Shut it's up. everything in me, and mm. I burst out laughing when I'm saying sausage
0: stuffing. Yeah. Good job. Uh, no, but I've been dying to get a waffle maker, actually, for a while. Oh, God. Because you can throw every... Like, ever since I saw somebody on YouTube put, like, the the orange cinnamon rolls in the waffle maker, and I was like, done!
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: But anyway, so we have a lot of food coming, and we yeah. got a lot of beer to drink, to make room for Thanksgiving for a week.
2: So we're on like a four beer a day uh, regiment to get through the beer in the main fridge. So I already had a, a skull earlier. Diet. So it's there's great. room for this all this food that's coming. So and We're picking it up Wednesday and we're recording on a Saturday. So that's our time frame to burn through that beer and it's a lot of beer.
1: I want to, like, call Whole Foods and be like, hey, can I add on something to your all's cart? And, just so it's weird, like, I don't know what I would add on, but, like, something very strange, like a durian Bacon. fruit.
3: You know what their you know what their their Thanksgiving needs is.
2: is I mean, a we almost slab got the of ham
0: meal, so pork
2: yeah. bellies. So we could have gotten the ham. <laughs> just a meal. whole pork. We could have gotten the ham dinner. Just a eight. whole pork belly. And then when it was like, well, we could just Wheel go ahead and cheese. get turkey for twelve.
0: Because it was like it was literally forty dollars more, <laughs> and we're like, well, you get even more food, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean it's just, I think you're, it, it was you're basically that it saving money like at that one point. more side option or I don't know what it was, but and then we got like honey butter crescent rolls like we we're gonna be fine on thanksgiving
2: and we yesterday we made enough potato soup to eat for like four weeks <laughs> like that's gonna be the other obstacle is there's just so much potato soup sitting in the fridge
0: yep. <laughs>
1: I, I know we're just... short on time, so I don't want to take up too much but your your talk of enough <laughs> potato soup for a week while I'm scrolling through yeah, um whole foods here, I came upon their bag of jasmine rice. Walmart Walmart and Paintsville, you know, it's Paintsville. So they're not super hip on the the specialty food items, had ten pound bags of rice.
4: Oh my no, gosh. I oh I
1: take that back. Twenty pound bags of rice for ten dollars a piece. It's <gasps> I bought I bought of one, yeah, and I, I now <laughs> want to make sake mm-hmm. because why hey, not? We, ja- know, we know rice. the theory.
3: We mm. went to a class on this.
1: We do. We know. We know the idea behind it. So um, I kind of want to go get the the mold spores He's now like and make, Yeah, yeah, make some sake out of it, and then maybe even go back and get the other twenty dollars <laughs> worth of rice because I <laughs> That's mean, what if you're going to make, I mean. Twenty pounds worth might as well make sixty pounds worth, right? Right. <laughs>
4: yeah. Especially,
1: especially like you know, twenty pounds for ten dollars or
3: whatever it was.
1: Yeah, like thirty bucks, and you could have. I, I mean, I don't know the ratios, but I'm I'm I mean, betting it's probably fifty gallons of
3: sake for
1: thirty bucks.
3: God. I mean, at that point, mm. you should also just like do half sake, half. I was soju. gonna
1: say yeah.
3: Mm, let's...
0: let's talk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's talk.
2: <laughs> right. So well, instead, actually, let's because talk that would about be distilling and well, a crime. Well, first, uh, this is yeah, where we illegal. would say, "Hey, um, we used to have a news segment in here, but we used to talk for like three hours when we did that. <laughs> so we broke that out into its own show. But guess what? This is a holiday weekend uh, for those listening to the podcast, and um, this was pre-recorded, so there is there is no news episode because we can't just guess what the news is going to be. That would be fun sometime, Just to oh, make yeah. up news stories.
0: <laughs> and this week ABN Bev bought everyone.
2: <laughs> no, you, you flip Flip it around and make it to where some tiny Bev little no name fire. brewery all buys buys a billion dollar company. Oh wait. Broken through that's already buys happened this after year. Bush.
4: Well No,
0: we need to make a game of it and do uh, they bought a company that guess spots what this for week at all could be.
4: I mean <laughs> Mm-hmm.
1: it has to be something Black Friday related over, over some alcohol so they've got uh, well right, all these right. supposed to be releasing hopefully um, if they haven't already the um, calendars the wine calendar
3: they, they uh, released an yeah, advent
2: um, for those uh, who are wanting to find advent it bourbon uh, founders put out an advent calendar this year should be hitting shelves soon
0: man I think Costco had a wine one too <laughs>
4: <Really? Five> KBS,
3: <laughs> four um, two.
1: All I had to do was type in Costco. Oh yeah, people line and up for that. It thing. was the first thing that popped up was Costco wine advent calendar. 20, 24 Still. bottles for hundred bucks ain't
3: bad. Twenty four <laughs> half
1: bottles. So two
3: glasses. Take one down, pass it around. Twenty-three half bottles of Advent on the
4: wall. Yeah, that's an, yeah. Well, that's they, an average price of eight
3: dollars a know. bottle. I mean, that's a cheap
1: wine.
2: Uh, speaking of uh, keep, cheap,
1: cheap wine.
4: wine.
1: <laughs> Ooh. And they
3: I somehow always spend less money.
2: It's on the, wine episodes
4: than I do on beer episodes. <laughs>
2: us? Because we're not yeah. really wine people.
3: Well, it's because if I'm buying one thing of, be- one yeah, thing of beer, I'm, game, I'm yeah. I gotta, wine, well, a, I mean, we we I'm don't also going to need to get doing. some of this. We're not into this, it. This. We
2: don't know, like, there could <laughs> be something rare and hard to find right next to it. We don't know it. You're just hoping for the best.
1: It really <laughs> could be. Yeah. I, well, I do have to say before before we oh yeah go ahead um costco does advent calendar right because there aren't double ups Hmm. so you every Uh, bottle in the pack is a different bottle um i appreciate that because once you get into some of these others it's like oh there's actually only like a six pack times four (laughs) and and it's it's like six of the you
3: don't know what you're going to get but it's six of the same but so, what if what if it was six just, uh, KBSs? I'd rather be surprised. Some
1: variety. Yeah.
3: I don't know if I would like that as much.
1: I, 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 well, yeah. I like the idea of being surprised and randomization, too. Like, Well, what if we it was no.
3: truly random and, like, you know, you, in fact, right. did have a couple yeah. extra ones that Let's you just don't know until you pop it open? Hmm. Mm, I, I think I would be disappointed.
1: Okay. Yeah, uh, that's fair. I'm just... Because right now, especially, you could almost go it's and buy I'm KBS
3: sure. on the
4: shelf That's true. for some you
1: places.
3: They're, they're just everywhere now.
4: We're not that drunk. Seeking time We're not that drunk. We're not that drunk. We're not that drunk. All
3: right. Well, uh, we are talking about uh, Sonoma Wine Country, uh, where I believe you can have a Catalina wine mixer. Um. Uh, can you?
2: No.
0: Why don't they have that as a sounder? Okay.
3: Hmm. <laughs> Surprised we don't have even just one of us shouting
2: Gatlina One. Because that's not right. the that's not uh, the clip and That's true. But and this is a clip of us this shouting It's not hands. a family program per se, but we do try to keep the language mild. <laughs> F Fair bombs enough. don't fit into that uh, usually.
3: Yeah. Anyway, the uh so let's, let's try to dig into this. Uh, America's first wine country. Uh, few regions have more character of old California than Sonoma. Uh, grapes and wine have always been integral to its history. As early as 1821, Russian col- uh, colonists planted and cultivated grapes at Fort Ross in the Pacific Coast. Uh, on the Pacific Coast, not in. <laughs> it would have been silly to do it in the, you know, in the coast. But sand and saltwater I mean,
2: there—that uh, was the Marlborough wine region. Yeah, that was what the those grapes were thriving on. That's true. In New Zealand was mm. the uh, okay. the gravelly sandy soil. Okay, I am also dumb. So <laughs> it was that particular kind of grape. Yeah,
3: no, no, it's fine. Uh, but the Spanish Franciscan uh, fathers who laid the foundation of the wine industry came in in 1832 when. Padre Jose Altamira uh, planted several thousand grapevines uh, at their northernmost mission, in San Francisco Salona, uh in Sonoma. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it is funny that like you know, the idea first of like Russian col- uh, colonists were planting wine, the, you know, wine there, and you're like, Russia. Get
4: out of here.
2: Russians uh, planting grapes in California. No, no, I don't like the sound of that.
3: (laughs) Russia, we know, it's like you're not meant to be making wine. You're meant to be making vodka. Get Get back back to your
2: potatoes. (laughs) Leave the grapes alone. Uh, Well, in
3: 1834, political upheaval uh, brought an uh, appropriation of the mission by the Mexican government. That happens (laughs) quite a bit honestly, between, you know, Mexico, France, Spain. Any point where there's political upheaval, you know, after the Middle Ages, what do we do? Well, these missions here look <laughs> awful nice. Yep. Uh, during the, this period of, of uh, disarray, cuttings from the Sonoma mission vineyards were carried through Northern California to start new vineyards. <laughs> Just like, oh God, no! No! Run! There's still time. It
2: was. It had to have been like in the middle of the night. Just some some monk Mm -hmm. running out there and just trimming them and fleeing, (laughs) yeah, holding half a bush,
3: (laughs) running to the hills, running for his life.
2: (laughs) Just you just hear it and you see some some monk running through California grape fields (laughs) with a bush over his shoulder. In the middle of the night.
3: (laughs) Well, uh, by the time of the Bear Flag Revolt and subsequent annexation of California by the United States, the vineyards of uh, General Mariano Vallejo, the military governor of Mexican California, were providing an annual income of $20,000. I don't know why, but when I hear military governor, I'm like, and he was bested by Zorro at every turn.
2: (laughs) Income of $20,000 in the 1830s. That's not bad. Yeah.
3: Oh, I can't really calculate inflation for that since the inflation calculator doesn't go back that far. Uh, but it's, it's, that's a lot per year. Uh, in other areas, the country, uh, in the country we developing at this time, Rocky mountain trapper, Cyrus Alexander in Northern Sonoma County first planted grapes in what would become Alexander Valley. He was very creative yeah. in the name. Uh, uh, the county's first feminine vineyard, Vin, vineyardist. Vineyardist? Yeah. Uh Senora Maria de Carrero. Carrillo. I uh, Had, <laughs> Carrillo, had uh, 2,000 vines in what would be Santa Rosa. Uh, Captain Nicholas Carrigan, probably the first American settler, had uh, vineyards in the Valley of the Moon.
0: That's a great. That just sounds <laughs> like <laughs> a. Valley of
3: the Moon. That's a metal.
2: That's a metal song. I right
0: was there. gonna say we just went into into
3: Warcraft. <laughs>
2: that's a Dream Theater song. Don't don't even lie to me. Oh, yeah, or Blind Guardian.
3: Anyway, later, yeah, later in 1852, his neighbor William Hill planted the first non-mission grapes in the county.
0: Also, I just need to point out uh, God's Spanish names sounds so much better. I'm sorry, Senora Maria de Carrillo versus Nicholas Kerrigan. Sorry, I'm just like, yeah, I guess.
2: Versus Gunter.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Essentially. That's
2: Versus Captain. Cap-
4: <laughs>
3: sorry. Captain. Versus some bloke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All this activity took place prior uh, to the arrival in 1955. 18. The man considered the father.
0: 1855. <laughs> Very big
3: difference, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, he came rolling up in a uh a, you know a Chevy fifty five, just top down. All right, let's What's make some cent- wine. That's a century among friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway, in eighteen fifty five the man considered the father of California wine industry, Count Augustin Hazard Hazard three.
0: hazard three. Quit
3: that had
0: Horasti,
1: oh, <laughs> Horasti. Yeah, it sounds almost Polish. Hungarian, oh, Hungarian. Yeah. okay. Well, the
3: Hungarian then. who p- purchased the Salvador Vallejo vineyard in Sonoma Valley renamed it Buena huh? Vista because a Hungarian name would have sounded bad. <laughs> no one would ever be able to say it ever again. <laughs> and soon was producing fine wines from the vineyard. Uh, in 1861, uh, he was commissioned but never paid by the California Legislature
2: to study viticulture in Europe.
0: So hmm. like <laughs> GTMO. <laughs>
2: commissioned and never paid. Yeah, that's Son- uh, here's a one-way ticket. Get out of here. See ya.
3: He returned to Sonoma County fall uh, the following year with more than 100,000 cuttings of fa- of prized grape varietals from France, Italy, and Spain. Which I have to imagine got here the same way that the yeast for New Belgium <laughs> showed up.
2: You I mean just tucked into some what luggage? Happened? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, uh what's... what what year was that? Uh 18, 61. uh Uh
3: sixty two. Sixty two is <laughs> when he came back.
0: Oh, well yeah, that makes sense. Okay.
2: Just uh just a bunch of lo- a bunch of bunch of luggage overflowing with uh, vines.
3: Okay. Anything to declare? Uh <laughs> Had a had a great time, this... yeah. But did you bring anything into the country? Of course not. Why do you have seventeen Any crates of produce
2: to declare? <laughs> Their leaves uh, sticking out. So boat, yeah. Let
1: Here, me here's put a this out there. Never mind. You said it was 1860s, right? 1862. So there's, there's this, this disease called phylloxera. Oh yeah,
4: yeah.
3: Yep
1: that was in an outbreak shortly after that, during that time in both, um, it, both France and, um, I think in California That
0: piece of, yeah. Yep. <laughs>
1: 18, 1858, um, was when it was first recorded and was first recorded in France in 1863.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you know, it seems like a a pretty silly thing to be to be worried about in 1861. What else in 62? What else was going on in the United States mm. in 1861, 62, three, four, M- and five?
2: Makes it easier to you know bring several hundred years war, several uh, hundred pounds <laughs> worth of bushes back through when people are just like, you know what, I don't care.
3: Well, he is uh, first credited uh, with, he's credited with first promoting the concept of fine table wine could be produ- produced in Sonoma County as well as Europe. Uh, <laughs> everyone was dead and broke. We didn't have the money or the time to go to Europe for wine. It better come from these from these states <laughs> united. Well, many Im- immigrants to the area uh, were northern uh northern italian uh, to the this area of uh, uh california uh or from other wine growing regions of europe uh, after the civil war and before prohibition wineries like bondsho for Corbel. i saw that and I was like,
2: is that supposed to say filipino
3: <laughs>
2: and then i read it and i was like no no it's not, not. at all
3: no. corbel simmy Gundlach, uh Quitzau and Sebastini were established uh, and still exist. Uh, in the eighteen and the nineteen twenties, there were uh, two hundred and fifty-six wineries in Sonoma County with more than two twenty-two thousand acres in production. Is a Sebastiani a tiny sea bass? <laughs> uh, it's it's an even tinier horse. <laughs> it's... Oh,
0: I actually saw three <laughs> of those brands at uh kroger when i got my
3: wine so hmm. uh, corbill is the only one of those that i recognize offhand it's pretty classic if in american <laughs> champagne
2: <laughs>
3: Ugh. it makes me groan every time i hear that sorry um uh, dur- uh, during the prohibition period however commercial wine making declined i don't know why <laughs> uh At the repeal of Prohibition in 1933, fewer than 50 wineries in the Sonoma County survived. Even as late as the 1960s, only 12,000 acres uh, were vineyards. But wine consumption in America began to grow, and by 1999, Sonoma County had over 49,000 acres of vineyards, owned by more than 750 growers and 180 bonded wineries. Of the 250 wineries existing uh, in 2007 over uh over half are less than 20 years wow. old.
2: So it's like craft beer today.
0: Yeah. Damn it prohibition. Okay, yeah. Well, in
2: 2004 growers harvested 165,783 tons of wine grapes worth uh US 310 million dollars. In 2006 Sonoma County grape harvest amounted to 216,000 tons worth 430 million. About 73% of Sonoma County's agricultural production is growing wine. Total agriculture out of Sonoma County. That's kind of nuts. Um, <laughs> what else are they growing? I mean,
0: things. That's a good it's
2: a, question. It's, it's yeah. no Kentucky, but they're growing some green, if you know what I mean. They have other things, you know. So grapes, uh sixty thousand three hundred and two acres of vineyards with over uh eleven one thousand one hundred growers, I was about to say eleven thousand. Uh the most common how many how many showers? <laughs> hmm. Half that many.
4: Hmm.
2: The most common varieties uh planted are Chardonnay, Cabernet Sauvignon, and Pinot Noir. Hmm. Though the area is also known for its Merlot and Zinfandel.
1: Sure, sure. <laughs> the
2: during the 29th I did see I, I
1: did see that on the Trader Joe's wines that I had um, just laying around here they came from here and Napa both like they they advertise on the bottle it could have been from one or the other and so it was kind of like a, you never know it was probably a blend of both but um, that's the two regions that they were coming hmm. from. And and in those those specific types that we were mentioning, oh, yeah. Zinfandel, in um, the Cabernet Sauvignon, Chardonnay.
3: Yeah, there's there's a. I was trying to find something more in a red today, and there was actually quite a bit of like, yeah. you know, regular Zinfandel there, and there's quite a few from here. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll grab one of those. Maybe I did. <laughs> well,
2: during the 2019 Kincaid fire some wineries and vineyards experienced a week of intense heat smoke and evacuation which caused neglect of newly fermenting wine
3: 2019 might not be a good year for wine i bet 2020 is not too great either
1: yeah.
2: mm. all that nice smoke yeah uh the
1: that's why they put an apartment barrel
2: well uh actually talking to a couple people loosely in on it. That's 2016 actually. So, my dad actually went to uh, Napa and Sonoma at the beginning or was it the beginning? <clears throat> it was back in December. He actually went out there. But uh, from what he was saying before the fires of 2020, uh, a lot of the harvests had already come in. Mm. So it was only it only affected <sighs> the Wineries who had who were trying to push the the harvest out a little, so their harvests kind of got ruined. But it was Light yeah, packs. it happened after prime season. So yeah, okay. uh, the Sonoma That's County good. terroir includes eighteen AVAs. Oh, good. Oh. <laughs> and we're, we're gonna get real close and personal with half of those. In a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Which define the diversity of this renowned wine region and exhibit a far greater variety of wine styles and grapes than you will find in most other premium wine areas from the highly regarded Chardonnay and Pinot Noir of the Russian River Valley.
3: Hmm. You know, the Russian River Valley makes a lot more sense after... The the Russian...
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I was like, oh... Yeah, I guess there were Russians. The, the pl-
2: <laughs> yeah,
4: okay, oh, hey, yeah.
2: Somewhere on the planet, <laughs> I guess. Because no, it all it's coming around. Like we now we know. Russian River's named because mm-hmm. it was founded by Russians.
0: Turns out, yeah.
2: Part, parts
3: of this episode were put together before other parts. <laughs> and so
2: But uh and the Sonoma Coast to the dense, flavorful Zinfandel of Dry Creek Valley and distinctive, approachable Cabernet Sauvignon. Of Alexander Valley,
3: Cabernet 7, he's, like the Cabernet Sauvignon of Alexander Valley and Sonoma Valley—they're just, just, just some nice guys down the street <laughs> asking for a cup of sugar or something.
2: Indeed. Sonoma County's range of geography—valleys to mountains, coastal ranges to inland beachlands—is second to none. The size and distance between these distinctive AVAs ensures individualism of wines viticulture approaches, and myriad philosophies of winemaking. Sonoma County offers an almost unlimited range of microclimates and growing conditions within its 18 AVAs. <laughs> I'm going to keep 18. God. This is unparalleled among the world's premium wine go- growing regions. Yeah, no crap.
3: Okay. Okay. Oh, can you make one thing very well? We can make a lot of things, and they're pretty
4: good. We
2: can make a lot of things exceptionally well. (laughs) So, climate and temperature. Uh, Sonoma County is blessed with an ideal long-growing season with sunny days and almost no rain from May through September. Summer average high temperatures range from the 70s to the low 90s. Ideal for ripening grapes, but even the warmer inland regions of Alexander Valley and Knights Valley Cool evening temperatures in the 40s and low 50s preserve the grapes' acidity and balance. Hmm.
3: So, when you said sunny days and almost no rain, all I could hear in my sunny head was
4: chasing yep. the, <laughs> the clouds
3: away. Look, it,
2: no, it's ingrained in my head that anything Sesame mm-hmm. Street, we watched so much of it, and Emmett's and, and obsessed with Cookie Monster. Yeah. I mean, as Cookie you should Monster be. and the Count He's, those have been his two favorites.
0: Cookie Monster is his spirit
3: animal. Those are the two though are those are two of the greatest <laughs> Muppets on Sesame Street. He can't Sesame say their Street. names. Big Bird is also but, a, Big Bird is also in that list. Cookie Monster
2: just cook. Elmo yeah, go, is also goes, cook. <laughs> yeah, Elmo is also cook. And the Count is just <laughs> ah ah ah. Yeah,
0: he can't he doesn't say the count. <laughs> he just li- he does the We're laugh. He's like, well, we know who you're talking about. So it's like, well, okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, in maybe service.
3: Elmo and Cookie Monster are both monsters. Yeah, so he's just like... So maybe it's some sort of slur. <laughs> yeah.
0: I just figured it was like that whole like Coke versus soda thing, you know? He's just taking the Southern approach.
2: <laughs> All right, well, elevation and topography. Uh, Sonoma County's vineyards range from sea level to 2,600 feet above sea level. The array of valley, uh, benchland, and mountain elevations and slopes heavily influences soil fertility and grape ripening times, adding yet another variable for grape growers as they match the right variety and rootstock to each vineyard block's unique growing condition. So the soil. It has been said that Sonoma County has more soil types than in all of France. Wow.
4: Yeah, hear that, France? Yeah. Suck it. <laughs>
2: The region's dramatic geological history has resulted in 11 major formation types, 31 different soil series within those types, and innumerable permutations within each series. So you got the hmm. fog and marine influence, if you've ever been on the Pacific Coast. Uh, yeah, that marine layer. Uh, Pacific Coast provides a cooling maritime influence, bringing cool air through the Petaluma Gap, Russian River, and San Pablo Bay entry points, that cool the western and southern regions of Sonoma County, the daily summer fog patterns are are ideal for cool climate varieties.
0: Man, I want to go back to those beaches. So, so badly. we weren't
2: down there at all. Like we were not in this area.
0: No, but I, like just the just that coast that that's my beach right there. Like oh my god, we we and were it was in, like sixty I, degrees. We oh. were
2: in uh, hemp country and redwood country.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it was. Oh. Yeah.
3: <gasps> You're on the forest yep. moons of Endor. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well, uh, speaking of uh, geography, <laughs> so the Alexander
2: Valley. told you we were going to get up close and personal with uh, half of the 18 AVAs.
3: Yeah. I mean, I there was a certain point where a decision this, was made. No, it was that, the
2: correct decision. No, no one wanted this <laughs> like to be a four-hour episode. This is not going to be a... a, a, a What was it, the the ale episode? (laughs) No one wants a four-hour episode of us talking geography and soil types. Look, I could go break out the Munsell soil color chart, and we could really get into this. (laughs) And it's just a love letter to
0: California. I'm okay with this. Uh, All right, so deep in the heart of Geyers, or Gazerville? Gazerville, Okay. Uh, you will find Deep in
3: the
4: heart of <laughs>
0: you'll find the picturesque Alexander Valley surrounded by an abundance of stunning views, forty three wineries, and many multi generational families who have tended to this land for years. With cool marine air and coming from the Pacific Ocean, there's a chill that moves from the south to the north throughout the valley, making the mornings and evenings very brisk. Sounds
1: perfect. But not the
3: south north to the south. Mm. can't can't have it yeah. the other way <laughs> uh i'm just i'm just thinking like it's very brisk and i'm just picturing like a can of Lips that's, right that's brisk, baby. Yep,
4: Yep. Baby.
3: just like all like getting passed around down the entire how- down the entire valley Everyone just keeps handing a different can going there you
2: go that's brisk yeah we know it's brisk, <laughs> how like it's old a, is that
0: commercial by like the it's the
2: scottish <laughs> kvach, like the the <laughs> the Scotch drinking bowl, where everyone takes it. If you've ever watched Thirteenth Warrior, that's kind of what's happening. Like everyone takes the the bowl and takes a drink and just passes it down. Gosh, only oh, it's a can of Brisk.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> with the heat spikes to ripen the crop and the cool down to preserve acidity, Alexander Valley is one of the most idyllic places for uh. growing big varietals like Cabernet Sauvignon uh so it got its aba status in 1984 uh fifteen thousand acres of vineyard and it's got the 43 wineries as mentioned
2: 43 wineries i know that single uh, there's more in some of these just just wait it gets bananas there are also fewer yeah
0: but but good damn um Bennett yeah. Valley is the next one. So it's 700 acres of vineyards nudged between three mountain peaks in Sonoma County, making it one of the smaller Appalachians in the area with bold reds like Merlot and the Syrah and creamy whites like Chardonnay varietals of all types thrive in these clay-like volcanic soils with a moderately cool climate that results in increased hang time located in the Sonoma Valley <laughs> Appalachian and overlapping part of both Sonoma mountain and the Sonoma Coast, Bennett Valley's weather conditions make for a long growing season, especially great for growing unique, cool climate varietals. So, uh, so it, we all went there, right?
2: Like, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to bring past it. Yeah. Um,
0: okay. yeah. Uh, so this one only has seventeen <laughs> wineries in uh, this valley, and it gained its status in two thousand three. So a little bit later on. Just. Just seventeen, 17 wineries. Only seventeen.
2: Only seventeen wineries covering uh, seven hundred acres that's honestly it. though
0: i'm i'm like god if this is sonoma like what is napa
2: we did the napa involve? one involve and that one was bananas i don't even think we got into all i the don't other... remember the numbers and stuff we didn't even get into the avas for that one
4: oh
0: all right uh chalk hill is the next one that's a fun name uh so this is a sub appellation of the russian river valley interesting uh dominating the northeast part of the aba uh while being comparable in weathered patterns, Chalk Hill is somewhat warmer with light breezes and less cool fog and temperatures. It received its name due to its rocky, chalk-like soils, one of the many elements that separates this AVA from other parts of Russian River Valley.
3: Um, I'm just picturing like you reach into the soil and you pull out a whole <laughs> stick of chalk and just <laughs> get to chalk. go to the Black Forge. Uh, mm-hmm. This is
0: 1,491 acres of vineyard. Just, yeah. Uh dry cake valley, which is this is actually one of the the ones that I saw one of the brands I guess in um not brands, yeah, you know what i mean the the Appalachians that I saw in, in uh, the store when I was looking at wines uh,
3: so go ahead. I, I ever t- like we're talking about how many like acres or or vineyards there are in this, and I just get like acres are not small, this no is a this lot is of land insane, yeah,
2: lands so, not small, no, no, no. <laughs>
1: I don't do. How many? Do, do we have the number? Did we have the number? Did it already come up? How many total wineries there are in Sonoma? Four, in Sonoma. Uh, I don't uh, think we had. It. I don't we think just do do like total. Math? No. Uh... You could go. Well, we only <laughs>
2: have half of the appellations. This is the half yeah, of true. them. Yeah. Well, hmm. I mean, I'll do research. research. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, you. There are a few. Can, I, I would imagine. Uh, okay. So the next one, while you're doing that dry Creek Valley,
3: 425. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not Uh, at minimum. There, there may be, there's probably more.
0: Not a small number. Uh, by the
2: time you said that two more opened,
0: (laughs) it's like breweries. Um, so, uh, dry Creek is actually one of the smallest AVAs in the region, stretching 16 miles long and two miles wide. Despite its incredibly rocky soils, it drains ex- yeah, it drains exceptionally well, which helps to stress the vines late in the growing season, adding varietal character. The terroir includes hillside, benchland, and dense floor vineyards, creating the perfect growing environment for varieties such as Zinfandel and Sauvignon Blanc, the region's signature wines, as well as Bordeaux and Rhone varietals. Um, I'm, I'm Rhone's probably not how you say that. Anyway, uh, that one's eight. Thousand acres of vineyards with sixty-three wineries. So
3: I don't think there's anything else in that stretch of land. It's just
0: vineyards. Sixteen probably, miles and that's probably eight thousand acres. Else. Like that's insane. Oh geez. Okay, so next up is the Fountain Grove District, at the eastern end of Sonoma County and inland from the Pacific Coast. Fountain Grove offers unique climate, breathtaking views, and magnitude of different varieties. With only 600 acres actually planted to grapes, vineyards are typically small in size with an average size of 12 acres and predominantly almost all family owned. With a combination of hillside vineyards, marine influences, and volcanic soils, it offers a unique flavor to each variety grown in this inland ABA. And this was established in 2015 and just the four wineries because, again, not the, the size isn't insane.
3: By the way, every time we have, like, 600 acres, 700 y- acres, I'm just like, man, I'm just picturing, like, six drunk Winnie the Poohs <laughs> making wine. Like, you know, like, the meme with, like, the Winnie the Pooh with, like, the, the wrinkled brow and yeah. the, the, like, smug yeah. look and the, the tuxedo? Like, I'm just picturing that Winnie the Pooh, like, getting wine. and it's like Also, like, all the... He he doesn't he doesn't make mead. wine. He
0: well, makes he's got to make mead. He yeah, makes
3: mead. he would make yeah. mead. Well, look, he may make both. He just only drinks mead.
0: True. Yeah, I mean, he's got to make a living. Um, the, the the also the talk of all the acreage and whatnot. I'm just like so like half of California is just grapes, right? Like that's
3: it's... California is just much bigger than we give yeah. it credit it's for.
0: Primarily grapes, though. Between between Sonoma and Napa, we're just like. All grapes, all the time. This is Look, it's kind of it's
2: kind of like Kentucky. Only instead of growing three things, they grow all the things. All oh,
4: yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> <clears throat> all right, uh, Casey, you got some some info for us. I
1: do. <laughs> also, have a train out the window. <laughs> oh, I um, gotcha. <laughs> but I did some math. So, let's pretend that in the Cincinnati metropolitan area, there are sixty-three breweries currently.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Sound about right, Chris? Yes.
2: Actually, yeah, that's pretty close. I think we're closer to seventy. Let's let's call it seventy. Well, just to be just to be fair, like five have opened during the lockdowns, so I don't. That's how you do. All
1: right. So that means for every 68.7 miles, square miles, you've got a brewery. In Napa Valley, or sorry, in Sonoma County, you have one brewery every four square miles, or sorry, one winery winery every 4.16 square miles. (laughs) (laughs) That's how. Compact these are. If our numbers are correct, this is a very compact region.
2: So, uh, how are they getting enough grapes to really produce any? <laughs> that soil must be like, like top notch. I don't know. <laughs> well, the the soil quality is how um, they're able to keep doing it season over season. But it's there's no space to grow the damn grapes. So. Uh, four
1: square miles is 2500 acres give or take Mm -hmm. so i mean it it gives a little bit if they really squish them in there on the acreage but at the same time like in one that we just talked about let's look at fountain grove district four wineries 600 vineyard acres so i mean there's a lot of um a lot of really squished together ones, and then there's probably some that are huge that are really spread out. Yeah.
3: Probably one that, like, right. we have one acre, we make wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, Northern Sonoma, the area seems uh, as vast and amorphous as its name encompasses. Chalk Hill, Knights Valley, Alexander Valley, Dry Creek Valley, Russian River Valley, um, which is also where a lot of breweries take up some of that mm-hmm. square miles, uh, some of those square miles, um, and most of Green Valley within its embrace. Uh, the borders follow Bohemian Highway in Monte Rio, southeast along Dutch Bill Creek. I wonder who Bill <laughs> was. He was Dutch. He was probably Dutch, yeah. Through Camp Meeker. Occidental and Freestone <laughs> stretches.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, Camp Meeker just makes me picture Beaker from the
2: the Muppets going me me me. No, Camp me- Meeker uh, is stretch... a depressed cousin. <laughs> oh, yep, <laughs> meep, 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 meep.
1: <laughs> Stretches along Highway 12 through Sebastopol <laughs> to Fulton Road. North to River Road, and there it traverses Mark West Springs Road to the Sonoma-Napa border. So, Sonoma-Napa, right on the border of Mm. each other. Its northern boundaries are formed by the county lines of Lake and Mendocino counties. Mm. (laughs) It earned its AVA status in 1990, but even though it's a fairly recent, uh, I mean, as far as the the region goes, it's it's fairly old because there's some really new ones. Um, but it's 329,000 vineyard <laughs> acres.
2: Jesus, some acreage.
3: But I guess since it's including a bunch of the other ones, they're not yeah. counting, yeah, some of the wineries in that. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. The number here is definitely not not correct, but uh, uh, as far as the number of wineries, but um, it's got a lot of. Oh, although it, it could might just be, be nothing but
2: great, and let me
1: explain why. Exactly, yeah. it could it. be where they are growing the grapes, and not necessarily the winery itself mm. yeah. um, is within that. It may be the workhorse of the region, because uh, and for those that aren't looking at the doc, it shows wineries are zero in this region, so that very well may be the case. Um, Require a little bit more research there. The Pataluma Gap area um, borders West Marin and Valley Ford on the west, and then follows Chileno Valley and Spring Hills Road, Adobe Road uh, on the east. Cotati? Uh, <laughs> Cotati? Uh, Let me know what hell they say that Um, on the north and Lakeville on the southeast. This area exhibits distinctive geography, however, as inland valley air heats up, it pulls the cool coastal air into a naturally formed 15 mile wide gap in this coastal range of mountains. Uh, Wind and fog define the area. The daily temperature swings of Forty
4: to fifty degrees oh. uh, <laughs> in this
1: area make a big difference. That's I kinda like that because forty to fifty degrees daily, you're probably also not going to experience a whole lot of seasonal change, if I were to guess.
3: Um possibly. But also like imagine like needing like a coat in the morning and then like by, shorts. by noon you're like wearing like you've got the like the zip off shorts and you're just like taking them like oh,
1: Jesus. This is where Zip-Off Schwartz came from. I'm, I'm guaranteeing it right here.
2: <laughs> no. I'll take no more that's, of this. That's where, <laughs> no, that's where you start the mornings in a t-shirt and just a regular pair of pants. Or you can do the Zip-Off pants, and then by the afternoon, you're just laying naked in the field so you you're dead. Just, <laughs> <laughs> you're just
0: naked. Yeah. <laughs>
2: these vineyards tend
1: to yield uh, smaller grapes that ripen later, developing really wonderful flavors and fruit characteristics while maintaining also ideal levels of acidity. It earned AVA status in 2017 with only 4,000 vineyard acres, but nine wineries. The Pine Mountain and Cloverdale Peak region, um, Pine Mountain specifically, uh, sorry, Pine Mountain Cloverdale Peak is within the multi-county North Coast AVA it overlaps the northernmost portions of the Alexander Valley AVA and the Northern Sonoma AVA. Uh, we talked about the Northern Sonoma AVA just a few minutes ago. Uh, the area currently has 230 acres of commercial vineyards, although that's bumped up to 310 um, because it's got 150 acres at the time of riding under development. The distinguishing Features of this area include its mountainous soils, steep topography, and high elevations, and the growing climate that contrasts with the climate of Alexander's Valley's floor that's below. The vineyards within Pine Mountain are generally small, ranging from 5 to 20-acre plots, or flat flat and gently sloping ground. Again, very much like eastern Kentucky, if I could say, because you've got like a mountainous region, but then you have these five to 20 acre <laughs> sections of flat area that you can build That's, something yeah. on.
3: That is exactly kind of how my grandfather's like little, little farm plots he would put in on, on our property would go. It's like, he'd just nothing but hillsides out in out in the holler. And then he just like, he's gotten one spot flat and he's like, I will grow corn here. It's
2: insane. <laughs> when you um, look at, like agricultural techniques from Southeast Asia and how they actually transmit pretty well to Eastern Kentucky because Mm -hmm. you're farming a mountain. There's only so many different ways you can do it. And there's pretty much only one successful way to do it.
3: Yep. And it does, it does make you think of like those images though of like like a Mm terraced kind of farming thing. And it, 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 it looks really cool. Things, things to think about when when society collapses, and we all have to go back yeah. to.
2: Because when it does collapse, oh, well, that's you, definitely where I'm going. Seriously, I... we all go
3: back to the hills. We we establish a firm sort of a uh, 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 set of of locations, and we just start trading amongst each other. Yeah, uh,
1: I I am not opposed to this. First off, <laughs> I have a decent collection of seeds that I've put out in my outbuilding. Now, here's your tip whenever the, the crap hits the fan. Do not store your seeds just in an outbuilding without <laughs> protecting them with something made of plastic because the birds will find them.
3: Oh, don't, don't <laughs> worry. My, my 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 plan is going to involve domesticating uh, turkey and deer, so I'm going to be providing meat.
1: Uh, Turkey? Let me say this.
3: Man, I don't know why I'm saying that.
1: It's like uh, I just want to say it over and over again, but... I looked at a heirloom turkey for Thanksgiving this year. I was like, man, turkey is like the centerpiece. I want to do something really nice. I want a locally grown turkey and heirloom turkey. So I went on uh, America's Test Kitchen to find out what they recommended. Turns out there is a turkey farm in Kentucky that was part of their recommended turkeys. Like normally they had them shipped. But since you were in Kentucky, you could go pick them up in Georgetown and like get the turkey named whatever, and actually pick him up. Well, this turkey was about 170 to 190 dollars per turkey.
3: It's worth. I'm all I'm saying is they just wander around in my backyard back it's- home.
1: Well, where we go. We just take them at that point. But I, I couldn't, I couldn't justify two hundred dollar. You say an or, heirloom turkey,
2: and I'm imagining like a tomato plant with turkeys hanging off of it that are kind of oblong <laughs> and miscolored and misshapen. I'm, oh, they're they're heirloom. I'm art. picturing i I'm,
3: I'm picturing a turkey with like a a, a yellowish, yeah. pale. Text
2: (laughs) that uh, gets stronger as you do. I'm I'm walking up (laughs) to the turkey and kind of squeezing it for its firmness. Like, I don't know about this one. It might need some more time on the vine.
1: (laughs) We, I mean, the turkey we bought was 50 cents a pound. And then these turkeys are like, you know, $200 for an 8-pound turkey. I'm like, no thank you. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't pull the trigger. Um... So let me let me put this out there too. Um, I found a website that you can hunt people helps.
4: <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> help, helps you get an idea. Like I really think this is appropriate for what we're doing right now, especially because it gives you an idea of what the region looks like more than anything else. So SonomaWines dot com slash wine growing regions, and each of those last three words are are separated with a mm. hyphen. You get a picture of the region itself and what the wineries look like. And so you can kind of get an idea of what the, what the topography of the land looks like. It really is quite helpful when trying to figure out what this really means when you're looking at it, but go check that out. Um, The last one, the Sonoma Valley ABA um, centers on the Sonoma Valley, of course, in its Southern part of the County. Uh, The Appalachian is bordered by two mountain ranges, the Maya Camas mountains to the east and the Sonoma Mountains to the west, along with being the area where so much of Sonoma County's winemaking history took place. It's known for its unique terroir with the Sonoma Mountains protecting the area from wet and cold influences of the nearby Pacific Ocean. The Sonoma Mountains to the west help to protect the valley from the excessive rainfall. The cool air that does affect the region comes northward from Los Carinos. Nope. Los... Carneros. Carneros. Um, got that center section switched <laughs> around uh and <laughs> southward from the Santa Rosa plain, because the valley is cooled from the north and the south it's different from other california north south oriented grape growing valleys in the interior in the Appalachians and the north coast the I'm wind sure
3: that makes a difference, but my brain cannot comprehend how so
1: you can get regions with big temperature swings and so mm. it it Plants are very susceptible, of course, to, to temperature. Yeah, but temperature, humidity.
3: Um, I just wind. mean like the the north south thing.
1: Oh, cooled from the north and the south.
3: Well, it says like the north south orientation oriented grape growing valleys in the interior.
4: Mm.
1: So and basically, so like the,
4: yeah,
1: you've got a mountain range that's close to the ocean, and then a little bit further inland, you've got another mountain. Or really, hills, mountains—I don't know how you want to call—but and so you've got this valley that runs north to south, and so you've got at both ends cool air that's coming in um, from from inland, uh, basically pulling it in from the uh, from the ocean. If it's if it's, I'm understanding correctly.
3: Okay, that's um, fine. I'm just like, okay. Apparently, this is this is a more more important thing than I would have initially thought.
1: When uh, I'm no grape grower. Um, I've planted maybe ten plants my entire <laughs> life. But whenever I did, I researched it using Kentucky's Extension Services. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Chuck Stamper and Heather Nelson. <laughs> um, but with those folks, they put a huge emphasis on, where your grapes were planted even on the elevation of the hill that they were planted on so they said you know put them on a hill but don't put them at the bottom of the hill because cold air sinks and you get cooler air at the bottom don't put them at the top of the hill because you're going to get too much sunlight i think was what it was your or your sunlight doesn't hit just right and so they were like put them on that slope but put them midway up that slope and so Mm -hmm. that helped to change the way that you were growing the grapes now kentucky's not growing grapes like california because we don't have that same climate because um if, we're if not you growing the same
2: terraces midway up a hill in kentucky you've stumbled into someone's patch and you might get killed
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it, it's really a, a they call them microclimates, yeah and it's really a difference of like 200 feet can make the difference in how your grapes turn out um but anyway, so the soils of Sonoma Valley, like the rest of the county, are varied. One finds wide disparity between valley floor and mountain soils. Um, those found in flatter valley areas tend to be quite fertile, loamy, and have better water retention, while the soils at higher, higher elevations are meager, rocky, and well-drained. Those that you get at one may actually affect the, uh, the flavor of the wine than at the other. Minerally wines, like in uh, many of France's Better-known wine-growing regions are meager, rocky, and well-drained. You've got a rocky, mineraly soil, and so it adds a more mineraly flavor to the wine. Um, in general, that structure, rather than the composition of the soil, is the deciding factor where grape plantings are concerned. <laughs> 1981, they earned their AVA status. Vineyard acres of 5,500, and over a hundred wineries in those 5,500. So I believe,
3: five. I, so I believe what, that's the earliest one on our list.
1: I think so, because the others were the 90s yeah. and like there's a few of like
3: eighty. 85, three, 84. I think, three,
0: yeah. or 84,
3: 84,
2: All right, uh, we've but, got uh, uh,
1: most of that. Most of that coming from SiphonThisJuice.com. <laughs> heads up to uh to that source got, uh, uh oh, i've got a few uh, things from siphon oh, this sorry,
2: juice um sip on this juice sip on this juice mm-hmm. yeah oh you c- it can almost be, yeah it can be read that way
3: yeah it can be read as as, as almost as siphon yeah. this ju- yeah all
2: right uh we got some quick uh facts for this region. oh sorry thought we could fire these off a little rapid fire some of them actually don't uh pertain entirely i don't know why because it's talking about wine country but then it brings up things like oh yeah uh if you went to the hospital in the year 1900 in sonoma county your bill would only be 34 cents for 24 hours nice yeah uh no yeah, matter what no matter what like i could get lipo for 34 in 1900
3: cents.
0: yeah so whatever you could get done at that okay, time
2: well.
3: hey i mean we could we could we could go back in time invent liposuction <laughs> in the 1900s um I mean, it's 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 one guy just sitting there just sucking real hard <laughs> on a so um, <laughs> it's,
2: like, it's like trying to siphon gas. Sonoma <laughs> County is the most diverse premium wine grape growing region in the United States. Kind of while we were doing a whole episode about it, in fact, it produces six percent of all the wine in California.
3: California uh, is a a wine heavy state,
1: and that's the the, the one thing that you know whenever i realized i was going to be on the show i went and looked up a lot of youtube videos and started watching they can grow anything like many regions in in california and across the the world really when you talk about wine growing regions they're like oh we only grow chardonnay and this very uncommon grape or we only do this and that and so there's like three grapes that usually a region has tops sonoma does it all
3: like Could they you- can do can you imagine just how annoyed the other areas oh, are? Yeah. Like they've spent centuries, you know, cultivating these grapes to be a certain way. Like we've prided ourselves in how, how our land takes to these grapes. And they look over at California who's like, yeah, we do what we want.
2: <laughs> so There's like, I don't know. God. We spread the vines around. Yes. They just keep growing. We can't get them to stop. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we, honestly, they're just more of
2: a pest than anything. Mean. <laughs> they're at the meanwhile, curve. an invasive species. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the background, there's a there's a giant like little shop of horrors, grapevine growing. It's like feed me Seymour. <laughs> I was I was waiting to like drink me <laughs> yeah. Seymour. Oh gosh. Um. So we've got a few extra ones here. Uh. First businesses in Sonoma County to be issued a liquor license were. V- Volopies Grocery in Petaluma? It doesn't Petaluma. I mean, it doesn't get any more snooty than that. (laughs) Uh, More than 7.4 million tourists visit Sonoma County each year. Nice. Um, Yeah, that's that's about right. Yeah. (laughs) Let's see. As early as 1920, Sonoma County was ranked as the eighth most agriculturally productive U.S. county. Wow. I knew
1: I had seen the word of... Volpi before Volpi it is a brand of cured meat oh like a pretty widely distributed now it's in St. Louis now Ooh. but i was i knew i'd seen that that name mm. before which makes me wonder if volpi is
2: italian for um yeah. something so uh you're going to be thinking about that russian connection uh, in the election of 1864 sonoma county was the only county in california to vote against abraham lincoln <laughs> I wonder what their ticket was. <laughs> like, why they
1: said nope. We're was going Lincoln for against the...
3: wine. That why? That why they? <laughs> uh... It's
1: not the South. You know why when it comes yeah. to the South. But I right. mean, what? I was mean, there? there's
3: a lot of vineyards there, Casey.
1: Was Lincoln anti-alcohol?
3: No, I just mean that they were. They needed oh, agriculture.
1: Y-
2: you needed labor. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh... There, so that's... the annual Sonoma County Grape Harvest is worth an estimated $200 million and represents 61% of the county's total agriculture. Wow. But boom um, And then the Sonoma County Water Agency was created as a special district in 1949 by California legislature to act as a local sponsor for federal flood protection known as the Russian River Project. And you can see... Oh. I don't know if anyone else is into the show, but uh, Goliath. that's like the season three, which you'd have to watch the first two seasons to get to season three. They basically lead into like water poaching and stuff that happens out in these dry... Like when these areas start to dry up because of drought, that they will just steal yeah. water to <laughs> keep their grapes going because it's worth so much money. And... um. Uh, there, there's a little movie out there. Uh, I think my dad has tried to force us to watch it like five he, times. We've seen <laughs> at least a quarter of it at this point. We're about halfway through it, uh, but uh, the movie Bottle Shock. With why haven't you watched it? <laughs> we haven't had all the time. I've, I've very much enjoyed it. Like it's Alan Rickman at his Alan Rickmanist,
4: mm. yes. and you can watch Kurt it's You can watch a crazy get, cast
2: actually. You can watch Kurt get slapped around by. Uh, Although, Bill Pullman out in the middle of a, a grape field.
0: Chris Pine with long hair. Like, I, I, for some reason, it's something it just hurts a little. I don't. It's wrong to me.
2: But uh, more than fifty percent of the scenes uh, shot for the popular movie Bottle Shock were actually shot in Sonoma County, and eighty percent of the grapes that Chateau Montelena used to make the winning Chardonnay over France's best whites in the movie and in real life were actually grown in Sonoma County.
1: I I, I just don't know, Chris. I didn't, <laughs> say, I didn't say I didn't like
2: the movie. It's just we like we start watching it over there, we run out of time, and then we get home, and we never think to continue watching it.
1: I don't know how someone who can host a drink show
2: Wine's not our bag, has
1: never Bob, have you seen it? Never seen Bottle Shock.
3: I don't know if I had heard of it before you just Thank started you. talking All about right.
1: it. Yes, you did. Didn't we talk about the bottle shock? I think we have. I thought they had made a movie. I was movie. trying to get
2: Brittany to find some clips to soundboard for it before we started, and she's like, "We should have done that ages ago," and yeah. it's not happening. Oh, it was you, Chris. So, am I the only one that's watched Bottle Shock? Uh, All yes. of I guess. it. I've seen
1: See, yeah. half plus so for Didn't we? Didn't we do a show on the Battle of Paris? No.
3: Uh no I don't we've think met, so. We I think we've I think, talked yeah, about
0: it's, it. It's been brought up. Uh, so apparently it, uh, it is streaming on. So streaming with ads on several services, but it says it's streaming on Amazon Prime.
3: Hmm. So I feel like Casey's about to assign us homework. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a sign.
0: <laughs> He's like, y'all done to have the homework.
1: Is there? You all are, are better at this than I am, but is there a service out there that lets you watch a movie together?
3: Oh yeah, yeah. What is that? Uh, there are there are a few <laughs> actually. Um, I mean, technically, all we need to do is just set up a call and then just hit play. Yeah,
4: I let's mean, do yeah, that.
0: Yeah, but there's also uh, actually is it, there's like a Chrome extension for Netflix that'll do it or something like that. I don't know. But we, there, okay, there's a thing. There's that. a thing. We'll look at it.
2: Yeah. We need to do it for that. We need to start having watch parties for the show. Oh, totally. We could watch neat. And we could watch oh, yeah. Bottle Shock, and like we could, uh, Beer Wars. And although that that movie's kind nope. of not relevant anymore, it's very dated. Like the, it's it's been a minute. It, it's oddly dated because it it was, what is it? That movie's like early two thousands or something. Yeah, I was going to say it's like over yeah. a decade old. And
1: and they're allowing caffeine and beer, which just doesn't mm. go yeah. anymore.
3: Oh yeah, God. I also can't think of that without thinking of and that we've said it every time, but the Drew Carey show and Buzzbeer. Yeah,
2: all right. So that's uh, the Sonoma wine region, which is a county. <laughs> a single county in yeah. California. And uh, we divide it up like this so with all these appellations, hey, guess what? We can come back and do more focus show shows on those appellations and the wineries because we've talked about breweries and distilleries there are a lot more wineries yeah. than breweries or distilleries. Yeah. We're just going to be frank, so it's easier to talk about it in regions first and then we'll find some of the bigger ones and talk about them.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, uh so speaking of which.
4: Drink with me, friend.
0: Yeah, not not so much with that that nice fizzing sound, but uh oh,
3: man, I I I miss right. bubbles.
0: Uh, I did very much enjoy this wine, I have to say. This is the first time I've ever had Chardonnay in my life. <laughs> I know, because I just don't whine.
3: Uh, we, we, we've we done a Chardonnay episode, haven't we? No. No. Oh.
2: Have Have we? I, I don't...
3: I was drunk at the time. Wow. I was on the moon.
2: Yeah. We need a Chardonnay Steve. episode.
3: Yeah, I thought we had done one. That's why we never even said, like, yo, we should talk about... Oh, Hold one for whenever I come <laughs> back. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Hey, you tell us when you want to yeah, show up we'll you... make it
0: happen, you know, um, but yeah, so oh, let me show this actually, so this is uh what we've been drinking um we I got a small bottle because get like with the wines, it's just like, well, uh, let's see. shoot, yeah, we're just like, well, let's hope for the best here, we can't focus, okay,
3: well, you got the blur on yeah I know no All one's right.
0: watching. uh, yeah, so it's the la crema is the name uh, Sonoma coast. It's a 2017 Chardonnay 13 and percent, uh, alcohol. And actually I found on wine.com. Cause I was trying to look for like a rating from somewhere, uh, four, f- four point right? two, five out of five. And I was like, okay, there's
2: this... not a wine advocate. You would <laughs> no. think that, yeah, something I, I, or I thought you got to pay yeah, for yeah.
3: it. <laughs> yeah. That would seem the most likely. Yeah.
0: Thing yeah. to me. I thought VinePair pair for some reason had ratings, but nothing came up. So, um, but yeah, uh I I liked that. It was it was kind of I think that I remember the description for this being um it was like something with spice and apricots and and like a buttery finish and I was like, yeah, no, that checks out. <laughs> what, I, what, what I would agree.
2: Buttery finish. Yeah,
0: um, it was definitely buttery.
2: Taste taste of uh grapes.
3: <laughs>
2: taste of old grapes.
0: Yeah, I liked it though. I thought it was pretty good.
3: Uh Chris, Same you, thing. you
2: your thoughts? Oh, you, you liked it? You enjoy grapes. it? grapes. I, I Grapes. I like grapes. <laughs> I would say you you keep saying
3: grapes. It doesn't say if you like no, it or not. It doesn't. Just it just says you're having a stroke. <laughs>
2: yeah. I love lamp. Grapes. Grapes. Grape grapes grapes. Grape grapes, grapes. I love lamp. No, I was also drinking a Braxton Smoothie Sour, <laughs> the fruit punch.
3: Because you gotta get rid of that beer. Make room, yeah. Because it's... we got a I, lot I, of food. Look, you just put a little bit into into uh, your son's sippy cup. Now you got three people drinking.
0: Yeah, that won't be weird.
2: I mean, he's halfway there. He's polishing <laughs> off the grape juice.
0: Mm, yeah, the juicy juice is okay. in the fridge.
3: <laughs> you get him something that's like beer
2: but appropriate. I mean we could just him. sprinkle a little yeast in there and you know God.
3: <laughs>
4: uh, what are you drinking? All right. Well <laughs>
3: uh yeah I I am drinking uh from the Federalists uh which is some sort of wine company That's... uh vineyard I suppose they're called winery but they uh this look I bought this it's a Zinfandel it's fourteen point five percent. I bought this because it was aged in bourbon barrels for six there months, and I want to start a theory that if you slap it in a in a bourbon barrel, I'm down.
0: Yeah, it's about right. <laughs> Science holds. It, is it do? You, is it pretty good or? It's.
3: It's drinkable. I was like God help you if you say grapes. By the way, like
0: grape. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> grape,
3: grape. Uh No, it's it, it does have a little a little more of like a boozy taste than I kind of associate with, uh, with wine. Like it, it, it's not quite like a, like an actual bourbon burn, but you can kind of taste a little bit of like mm. the, like that, like the barrel. And so, like yeah. but it's charred grapes, like not a lot. Just, just, just a I imagine That would be good with grapes though. Grapes. <laughs> grapes. I grapes.
0: I hate you guys so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But so, so you, uh, no, you
3: didn't hate it. I've been, I, I have drank, I'm on my third glass.
4: All
3: right. Which, if I drink more than one glass of wine, it means, yeah. well, he's at least tolerating yeah, there it. there you go. <laughs> which is a win. Uh, How about you, Casey? What, what are you drinking?
1: Seems I, like this I, train is always outside whenever I need to talk.
3: <laughs> I glanced down, by the way, and realized I had almost bought this. Oh.
1: (laughs) What,
0: the Um, Goldschlager?
1: I mean... (laughs) No. First off, yes. (laughs) Uh, We need
3: more of this.
0: Oh, I forgot to check Uh,
3: there. Sorry. So, like, we at least know there's going to be a couple episodes where we have Casey. One of them is a Goldschlager episode. (laughs) It has
1: to be, like, a cinnamon liqueur. I'm bringing this out to Ashley here in just a few minutes. We're having... Um, seafood tonight, so goldschlager and seafood, perfect combo,
3: right? <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: that's that's
3: right. Uh, right <laughs> in your uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm picturing a, like a, a crab bake for whatever reason, just pour it right in there.
1: I mean that works. That's that's essentially what we're having is a crab boil mm. um, with How some, with some mussels and uh, <gasps> you know some of the uh, uh, crawfish. Mm. In there. And I had
3: like leftover pizza. I hate you right <laughs> now.
1: It's it was easy to like put it on. Like you just get some. St- we had bought crab when they were on sale and put them in the mm. freezer. And so anytime like we need a quick meal, I just put on a pot of boiling water, and then throw it in. And then it's easy to just kind of when she gets home, you know, there it is. It's get ready to go. Fight
2: it back down into the pot. <laughs> you don't get to do it while
4: it's alive. <laughs> no.
1: There was, well, I bought, (laughs) did I not tell you, I bought 50 pounds of live crabs a few weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a, an Asian grocer in, um, in Lexington and they sell live blue crab.
2: Were you hauling them back (laughs) and and then trying to like climb out of a bag in your car? (laughs) So
1: I had a coworker that was going to Lexington and she was like, oh, I'll pick you some up. And I was like, sure. You know, give me like 70 bucks worth. Sixty, seventy bucks. What? <laughs> I was expecting <laughs> prices like my uncle used to buy them in Baltimore and bring them down. You know, fifteen dollars a dozen, basically. So I was expecting, you know, a you know,
3: dozen. he's talking about. And so, like when he said seventy bucks, we're like, oh
1: yeah, no, that checks out. <laughs> and so, like she brings them back, and she was like. Well, they um, they gave them to me for a better price if I just bought the entire crate. <laughs> and so, I, and you're thinking crate like a normal sized crate? No, I'm talking about a crate that's a styrofoam cooler that could hold 50 gallons, <laughs> and it was filled with crabs. And I'm like, well, what do I do with these? So after you know, I understand why they're like, let's let's give you the whole crate because some of them are dead and everything. Um, which my garbage men, sorry, Chris, they had to hate me over that one to, for throwing out like half a crate of dead crab. But we ended up fixing those and like throwing them out on a table. It was it was an excellent choice. Check your local Asian <laughs> grocer if you want crab.
2: So, well, <laughs> but anyway. She just bring you this styrofoam cooler and like you just pop the lid off and these crabs start pouring out. Yes, exactly. <laughs> she was like,
1: but here's the kicker. She didn't question like, this. She, she didn't question it. She just took picture. the whole
2: thing of live crabs, like, all right, and packed like this giant fifty gallon cooler she, into her like Ford Focus. Ford
1: Ford <laughs> it was a into her. Uh, it was like a Ford SUV of some sort. into her Fiesta? <laughs> and it was. She had to have – like, we were going to split the crabs, and I thought, okay, well, that's fine. Like, I won't need them all. She'll take half or whatever. She gets back, and she's like, I don't know, give me a dozen or so. Like, that's not even – that's not even right. That's <laughs> not, not what splitting not, means. That's not even, like, a a tenth of these crabs. <laughs> um, so – she also at some point had to stop off and tape up the box because it smelled so oh. bad. Like you've got crabs that smell like half of, not half, but like there's a bunch of dead crabs
3: in this thing. Look, I know I know what lobster in a in a styrofoam <laughs> crate smell like. Oh yeah. That was exactly There's what a happened.
2: non-zero number um, of dead crabs in this <laughs> cooler with live crabs who are yeah. eating the dead Ireland. ones.
3: Yes, I was going to say that is exactly what's happening
1: for sure. And so we, like, the next day I was, like, trying to pick out, okay, who's dead and who's just playing dead because it's so cold out. Um, Speaking of, I left that on my door, like, at the garbage can and then went on vacation. Uh We haven't talked about my my time in Michigan. We need to talk at some point about that because I went to Blake's Hard Cidery and, man – They got it going on. But anyways, today I'm drinking Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Cabernet Sauvignon 2017 at 14.1% alcohol and a 3.9 out of 5 on vino and wine.com, which makes me wonder if they both carry the same ratings. Um, And then a 90 point at Beverage Dynamics, which I did not know was a thing, but it's apparently a company that sells rating services to retailers
3: i would noticed those a lot, like when I'm at like liquor barn or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I I looked at at something uh, at other wines from Francis Coppola, and I went, I can't buy wine from a movie maker.
1: <laughs> um, I, for me, Coppola is like a, I don't know, it's like a one of those wines that you just don't think of. I guess I don't. It, it just seems like it's always on the shelf mm-hmm. for cheap. Um, so it's, it's really hard for me to go to it. But I was looking for something from Sonoma that wasn't breaking the bank, and this this happened to be 13 bucks, 14 bucks, So it worked out well.
3: Hmm. I mean, is it the godfather of wine?
1: I don't know if it's godfather of wine. Oh, that actually turned more into uh, Macho Man <laughs> Randy Savage. Yeah, I was, was going to well. say that
3: was, that was Macho Man. That wasn't. <laughs> Ooh, brother. Ooh, Ooh yeah, yeah.
2: This white Zinfandel. Uh, <sighs>
1: But it's pretty good, actually. I so kind of like
2: it. I'm sad that just reminded uh, me I have to miss Survivor Series. Um, my brother has the WWE <laughs> network, oh yeah, and that. every Thanksgiving, we right.
3: we would because Thanksgiving is we'd when watch you... uh,
2: Survivor Series, and so I don't get to watch Survivor Series this year. Like, we, it'd be one of the classic ones from the 80s. Yeah, that's that's all he so, was.
3: I will say uh, what. Uh, unrelated to anything at all we're talking about other than you just mentioned wrestling The Undertaker is on an episode of We Pops. saw the little clip and, thing on YouTube ooh. and I need, to, I need to sit down and watch it because I went I gotta see what The Undertaker has to do when he's eating hot yeah. wings because the Stone Cold episode he did was great and I'm like I need more wrestling conversations <laughs> in my life because just just the dumb little like business stuff about it is like
2: this is then you need to listen to the Kid Chris Show. Because <laughs> back in the 90s, well, when all of like our favorite wrestlers were starting their like downward slope, he was a disc jockey then right. and would find out whenever these wrestling things were coming through town, he'd find out whatever hotels they were all staying at. And he would start calling the hotel bar and asking for them. And most of the time, they oh, would answer because they would they. be down at the hotel bar getting piss faced drunk. And he would just call them and start, like, picking fights on the phone. He's recording it and broadcasting it out on the radio. Nice. And they still play the recordings all the time of him picking fights with all these classic wrestlers. That's a brilliant idea. <laughs> yeah. All right.
3: I don't know if that would work necessarily today, but, but then, definitely.
1: Well, um, <laughs> can you can you call a bar now and be like, hey, I'm looking for... <laughs>
2: There's probably all kinds of reasons you can't do that yeah. now, but so we're we're drifting into classic wrestling, which means uh, episode's <laughs> over.
3: Oh, wait, time. To, yeah. time, time probably time to wrap this up.
1: Time for the Rafter show. Ooh. So you can subscribe and get some great resources. Is it still my color?
3: We have to change yes. it every time. I'm not even
1: Oh <laughs> no, wow!
3: But, so all we actually we change the text, but there's still like a little bit of purple that is always there that says this is Casey's. Yeah.
1: Huh. Subscribe and get some great resources at haveadrinkshow.com. Ha- follow us at haveadrinkshow on social media and twitch.tv.
3: Don't forget, you can tell us your favorite drink, ask a question, or just leave some general feedback. You can use the email address at feedback at haveadrinkshow.com, uh, or you can use the feedback page on the website. You know, do you have anything about you want to talk about, like alcohol, apparently late nineties, early two thousands wrestling, uh, or the <laughs> Mandalorian? Don't the remember. Mandalorian. I'm not up to date on this season, but I've watched an episode.
2: Hmm. If you want to talk about Hacksaw Jim Duggan, give us uh, <laughs> give us a ring. Uh, all joking fun aside, I'd like to remind everyone to please drink responsibly, as we will be for the next uh, two weeks.
3: <laughs> this is
2: uh, never mind. As I had yeah. to explain to a couple people, I mean, day drinking isn't a problem when you're not going anywhere for two weeks.
0: <laughs> uh, pretty much. All right. Well, uh I would normally say here you can check us out another couple of weeks, but uh yeah, uh hopefully two, it will be two weeks after that.
4: Well once if this, all this goes well
0: <laughs> This is going up
2: later. So yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true.
0: Okay, so uh check us out another couple of weeks for the next live episode. Important point there as well. Uh and remember to check out patreon dot com slash have a drink show. And once again,
1: I'm Brittany D. Walker.
3: I'm Justin
2: Frazier. <laughs> and uh, I'm Christopher Walker.
1: <laughs> I'm Casey Price. You literally read what's on yeah. the side.
4: <laughs> See you the next guy. Guy.